0: welcome to the Channel here on Washington Network, I, I'm your host, Elias Insider, Eddie Ween. Joining me is the one, the only Boston herself, Mr. Corey Derrick. Hello there, sir.
1: Hello. I'm ready to flip the screen on its head and do math problems.
0: Oh, wow. And
2: we got our awesome author herself, Mrs. Stephanie, hello. I'm excited
1: to talk about my first, actually my second beloved handheld that I've ever owned. Ooh, yes! So I'm really, I'm really excited to hear about what you guys have to say about the DS because as much as I like the DS, I was not playing a lot of handheld games at this time. So this is like the DS kind of like the GBA is kind of like a it's kind of like a wasteland for me like I played I played Phantom Hourglass I played Spirit Tracks and I played Mario Kart DS and a couple other things but the DS was not really it wasn't really my thing at the time so I'm I'm really excited to talk about the DS because it's just kind of like a blank space for
0: me. Well, before we get into it, Corey, we have some on Patreon producers to shout out. Oh so, yeah. Out.
1: I forgot. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to support us directly and by us, I mean the boss rush network, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash boss rush network. It is a monthly subscription service where you can support your favorite creators, uh, directly. For us, we offer two two monthly tiers. The $1 tier, which grants you early access to five different shows, including this one. But also, we have a $5 tier, which grants you early access plus grants you a Patreon producer credit. What does that mean? It means we shot your name out here on this here program right now as a Patreon producer. So without further ado, our Patreon producers for this episode of Standard Definition Ranking Nintendo, Nintendo DS Edition are adriel munger celeste roberts my wife sana dirig francisco santilan rebecca jewel and prince unsmooth toes i want to thank everybody for supporting us over on patreon i want to thank our patreon producers all of our patrons and all of our free listeners remember all of our content remains free we just uh grant you a few extra perks for supporting us directly uh If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps us out. Uh, If you are listening to this on the (laughs) Nintendo Pal Block podcast feed, remember, if you go over to Standard Definitions podcast feed, you get this a month early. So, uh, you know, just if you're interested, there might be more episodes waiting for you. You know, just throwing that out there. Anyways, back to you, Ed.
0: Well, uh, we're gonna get into some hardware facts about the Nintendo DS. Uh, The DS can stand for developer system or dual screen. They added three more versions to the line, the DS Lite, the DSi, and the DSi XL. In China, it's known as the IQ DS, and it was released in America on November 21st, 2004, Japan on December 2nd, 2004, Australia on February 24th, 2005, and in Europe um, on March 11th, 2005. It contains touch functionality on the bottom screen. It has sold 150. Uh oh. systems, priced at one. F- what happened?
1: You, you you're just you just cut out a little bit it's fine just repeat that oh. like last minute
0: okay so it has touch touch functionality on the bottom on the bottom screen uh it's so on 154 two million systems it was priced at 149.99 it was able to play gba games in the ds and ds like only um, the remodel, uh, they remodeled the DS for the DS Lite for a chic and smoother look, and it have Wi-Fi connection, download play, and pixel chat with it. Neat. Corey, I'm going to start with you with this one. Yes. Did you get a DS?
1: Yeah, I have. The, I have, first one, Oh, first one. I did not get a fat. I was very anti-fat at the time. But also, like, the DS came out. At a time where I was, like, in college and super poor and, you know, was in my dorm room playing (laughs) GameCube and, you know, Kingdom Hearts probably. Uh, So, like, I didn't really – wasn't really handheld gaming at the time. Uh, But I got the DS Lite when it came out. I got the white one because, you know, white was in at the time. Every You know, all of Apple's products were white. Nintendo was moving in that direction obviously we see the Wii being white was like a huge thing for them. So the DS Lite was a sexy little console, right? The flip screen just because like, let's be honest, the D the DS fat was an ugly console. That thing is ugly. It didn't even fold correctly. You know, that's how ugly it was. And then, you know, the DS Lite came out and had that. It was cute. It was sleek. It, play you know it still played the Game Boy Advance games which was awesome and like I still think the DS Lite is probably the definitive version of that console even though we got the DSi afterwards right because the DSi didn't play Game Boy Advance games and that was that really sucked and I I got one I got one because I got a DSi because I thought well you know I could probably use an upgrade to this console plus it comes in blue so I had to get it uh and there's no Game Boy Advance slot on there. I was like, there's no... Why? Why? And so that was a big disappointment. Uh, also, I wasn't really paying attention to games as much as I do now or before college. Everybody goes to that kind of gaming slump where they're just too busy or too <laughs> poor to pay attention to video games. So, uh, you know. But, yeah, the DS... You know, I, I, played a, I played a lot of DS, but it was only like a handful of games, if that makes sense. Uh, so also like Brain Age was like a huge deal. And I played a lot of Brain Age, actually. Uh, and it was pretty... It was really strange how into Brain Age I was. I feel like uh, it's a very special game, though.
0: Okay, uh, Stephanie, um, what's your first account for the DS?
2: So, does the two DS count?
1: Yes. Wait. We're yes.
2: Talking about it like all together. So, yeah. oh, Okay. So...
1: wait. Hold on. Like the three DS, two DS?
2: No. no, just the Nintendo two DS.
1: Like. So, do you talking about the DSI? It, it's it's
2: it's not it's a non-foldable.
1: It's just Oh, like the wedge. like the wedge the 3DS like wedge. without the 3D.
2: Yes. That does not count.
1: That's a 3DS.
2: Oh. oh, okay.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: No, so so we're having that as a separate discussion.
1: Yeah, we are. Yes.
2: Okay. Well, then I have absolutely zero experience with this particular one. I lied at the beginning of the show. I thought it was going to count. But that
0: did you play the DS games on the 3DS or 2DS?
2: Um, I think most of the games that I I've played were like 3DS games. Did you say Phantom Hourglass was?
1: It's a yeah. It's a regular DS game. Yeah, it's a DS game.
2: All right, so there. I played Phantom Hourglass.
1: <laughs> we all we all know how great Nintendo is with naming conventions. Everybody, <laughs> especially in this era, <laughs> it's awesome.
2: I know. I'm looking. I'm looking to see. Um, I did. I did play a little bit of Brain Age. I'm. I'm looking at the rest of this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think it's just um, that and um, Phantom Hourglass, unfortunately.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I brought the Fat DS, um, and I had my blue one. It's the royal blue that I got, and I bought, uh, Castlevania Don La Sorrow for it. was my first game, And then the black one came out, and I was just like, oh, ooh, this is beautiful. So, this was my first time double dipping in consoles, um, in a sense. So, I bought the DS, uh, Light, um for and i played a lot of my games for it i didn't get the i i didn't get the ixl uh because i had those two systems for my game boy events games and everything uh as we move along i did get one of these accessories that i will talk a little bit later about um so for the quickly the accessories was rock, the Rock Band controller handle of uh, the PokéWalker Walker I had? I I used to walk around with that. Uh, the Wi-Fi USB connector I had, and this was the way to play online with your uh, DS around the world. So I had a tower PC, and I would plug it in, connect my DS to it, and play people in Pokémon for it around the world uh the gba ds connectivity so that you can play uh and trade uh with your gba and your ds and i kind of found this one interesting um so uh i put on here the digit glucose system um this was a blood glucose meter um that was an option pack developed by Bayer Healthcare together with Paul Russell, the father of a child with diabetes, uh, with diabetes. This is a sh- essentially an uh, upgraded version of the Glucoboy for the Game Boy Advance, which Russell developed for his son Luke, who often lost his blood glucose meter. Russell later found, uh, found his own company, Guidance Interactive Healthcare, to pursue the creation of children's blood, uh, blood glucose meters. The peripheral came with a packing game entitled Knock'em Down World's Fair, developed by Sensory Sweep Studios, which is a series of mini-games where players are rewarded with bonuses and power us should they regularly check their blood sugar. enough. That is something I never know uh, that, you know, that they made it uh, for it. Because if you think of the Wii, Um, Iwana presented the uh, the relaxer where you put your finger in. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, that was weird. The heart monitor thing that you just never came out, never, yeah, never came out. Gross,
2: yeah, (laughs) but I still think it's very interesting. It was a, it was a help. Yeah, go ahead, Stephanie.
0: Oh, no, I was just, that's
2: something I never knew about. And being in healthcare, I'm just, my mind's blown right now. I'm like, what? This was a thing?
1: Yeah, Nintendo had this really, they had this really interesting, like, health initiative, which, I mean, we still kind of see it with, like, obviously, like, the Wii Balance board and, you know, some of the stuff that came to the Wii U, and now the Switch has, like, fitness boxing and, uh, you know, Ring Fit Adventure and all that kind of stuff. but. You know, at the time, they were, like, really thinking about making accessories for, like, the medical field. They had a heart monitor. They had a, like, a heart pace machine type thing that never came out. Uh It was wild. Like, Nintendo had a lot of crazy things in development. They even had that weird thing on the Wii Remote, um, like, that was supposed to come out on for the Wii Remote that, like, it's almost like... It, it was like this w- wrist strap that plugged into the bottom that like kept your heart rate while you're playing exercise games. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, I forgot to add the solar sensor, uh, because of lunar nights, uh, lunar nights added solar sensor functionality by utilizing the three buck tie in slot two as option packs, uh, each game offers a different function in relation to the energy taken from the sun. Depending on which game is introduced into the W gate, the solar sensor will cause different effects in lunar nights. So, solar sensor version one by a certain tie the sun is in your hands in the GBA slot. The standby character will feel his uh, in uh, his N in his E and E, which stands for energy. The solar sensor version two by a second. By inserting Baktai 2, uh, Solar Boy, the Django, in the GBA slot, the standby character will uh, fill his life. Solar since of Version 3, by inserting uh, Shen Bookerite no Tayu, Kushu no Sabara, in the GBA slot, Japan only, uh, the standby character will fill his TRC, or his transmitter. So I completely forgot about that, the solar system um, for it. So uh, the launch games for America for the DS was for was Urban, Field the Magic, XYXX. X, X. This was Sega. This was a girlfriend simulator. Oh, Madden God. NFL 2005, Mr. Driller, Drill Spirits, Ping Pals, Redman DS, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario 64 DS, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2005, and the herbs Sim in the City. Now, Super Mario 64 DS did have touch functionality, and I think they also had this rubber thing that you put on your finger in order to also control Mario with it.
1: Yeah, I, later I, later versions of this game actually came with the thumb thing, because uh, you had to control Mario with the touchpad, and that was... Let's be honest, not the best way to control, you know, a precise precision platformer. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. Although that game works yeah. way better on the 3DS because it has the circle pad and you can use that. <laughs> so Yes.
0: So uh, let's jump into some notice, games. And if, if you guys want to stop, ask questions, or if you have any memories, we'll go from there um and it was mario kart ds yes Loosable mario Stop. brothers
2: <laughs>
1: both of those games mario kart ds the best mario kart really the best mario kart until eight of course but seriously if you have not played mario kart ds find a copy play it you can also play it with friends without mm-hmm. them owning the cartridge which was another great feature of the ds the remote download play granted they all had to be shy guy but like you could play the entire game with friends (laughs) uh and it was awesome played a lot of mario kart ds like a lot of mario kart ds game was fantastic best courses by far so mario
0: kart ds was my first gamer meetup uh that, that was in Chicago. I met a lot of people that I'm still friends with today. And uh, my boyfriend, he was he's so good at Mario Kart. And I see still, we're still friends and everything. And we played this game for a good hour. He was beating me and it was such a joy in laughter because this was my this was like wireless gameplay for me uh with Mario Kart DS. Um and so I definitely enjoyed this game. Um now news for Mario Brothers. This game was a big seller yeah. on DS.
1: Yeah. With 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 you know I mean every, with every right, right? Like that game had a lot of nostalgia feelings hitting it, right? Like, it was the first 2D Mario game we had gotten since, what, Super Mario World at that time? And so, like, the fact Mm -hmm. that we were getting a new 2D Mario with these awesome, you know, quote-unquote modern graphics and, like, the level design was... uh, Like, the new Super Mario Brothers games, I think now I think people look at them fondly, but back then, like, that game was awesome. And then we got a Wii one, And then we got new Super Mario Brothers 2 and the Wii U game all within, like, a five-year span or a six-year span. And people, Mm -hmm. I think until recently, people were just burned out on 2D Mario, those new Super Mario Brothers games because there were so many of them coming out at once. But, like, that first one and even the one on the Wii, right, because, like, the Wii one had multiplayer, and that was a big deal. Yeah, that
0: was so... Like crazy. If you had mm-hmm. a Wii, that game was the attachment. That yeah. was the breath of the wild for the Wii. That's mm-hmm. os- outside of, of Wii Sports. Um, it sold over 30 million copies worldwide. It was and it was considered as the best-selling game for the Nintendo DS and one of the best-selling video games of all time. Yeah. But now we have Mario Kart 8 and uh, and Animal Crossing has beat it.
1: Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. I mean, new, new Super Mario Brothers w- is also like if you have a 3DS and you want a great, t- and I know that the 3DS has new Super Mario Brothers too. It's not nearly as good. It's still fun, but it's not nearly as good as New Super Mario Brothers. If you find a copy of that game, please play it. It has some of the best 2D Mario's level design I've ever played. I think I personally, I think. I think new Super Mario Brothers for DS is better than Super Mario World, in my opinion, in terms of level design. Mm. it's so awesome I mean, and without bias, like it might be better than Super Mario Brothers 3, but nothing's gonna beat new beat Super Mario Brothers 3 for me in terms of favorite 2 d Mario games, but like it might be better. And I think I think the Wii U game actually comes really close too. I think the Wii U game is and it's on Switch now, so you can play it there too. But I think I think the Wii U new Super Mario Brothers game is probably the best modern 2D Mario game. In my opinion. Mm. So, not that okay. I'm like the Resident Mario guy here, but you know.
0: All right. Uh, did you get have you seen it um stephanie new super mario brothers new super mario brothers and mario kart ds like just seeing it have you seen them
2: oh yeah i you know i've seen them and um i recognize some of the courses you know when you know they make their return on on deluxe like i think the next uh, wave three is going to have a track from um the ds mm-hmm. so you know i'm i'm able to experience it through there and i'm still trying to figure out now like googling heavily while you guys are talking if this was the mario game that i played on my 2ds or not i'm trying to and then i sold the cartridge so i don't know if i have it well there's the, there's the,
1: so, there, oh sorry go ahead Ed.
2: oh so
0: there um the second one is you, it looks very golden because it was all about getting those cold coins mm-hmm. and everything. But for if if it's not those two, it was Super Mario 3D land on no. the 2DS 3D. Okay, so then if it was the 2D, it would, it would have been New Super Mario Brothers or New Super Mario Brothers 2.
1: Yeah, uh, you, I think you would know the difference. Like, were there an overwhelming amount of coins, or was it, did it seem like a normal Mario game?
2: Seem like a normal Mario game.
1: Then, then you, yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, because New Super Mario Brothers two. There's literally coins everywhere to the point where it's oh. it's almost obnoxious and you can't really see where you're going.
2: Oh, okay, no, no. Then I, yeah. then I actually did play it. You know, I, I got I bought it used at GameStop in a little one of those little, little plastic, plastic thing.
1: <laughs> drug yeah bags. <laughs>
2: Yes. Um, and uh, thanks for clarifying that because that actually was really, really a lot of fun. I don't think I've had that much fun in a 2D Mario in many years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I've never played it on the. You're DS.
1: Mr. Mario. What are you talking about?
0: Uh, I just didn't play it. A lot of people were. I was at Toys R Us and I was selling the game, but I You're just didn't. Out. I, I didn't play it. <laughs> Now, Super Mario Brothers Wii, I played fully. That's the game my mom, my mom on that, on the Wii, she bought a Wii just to play New Super Mario Brothers Wii uh, and Animal Crossing later on. And she got 100% on all saves on that game.
1: The game's hard. 100%ing New Super Mario Brothers was incredibly difficult, but also incredibly it probably, rewarding.
0: It's pretty easy for me. I'm... I'm
1: well, Ed, you know, when you go okay. and finally play it, you let us know. Okay? Mr. Mario. Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, there's a Best Worst Days of Ruin and dual strike, Alien Infestation, Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, Blue Dragon Plus, Castlevania, Dawn of Sorrow, Order for Ecclesia, Portrait of Ruin, all three games that I own, uh, Chrono Trigger. Now, Chrono Trigger is big on mm-hmm. DS, because I got... I, I, I got this as Toys R Us, but it was the PlayStation version of Rush that they pulled on cartridge. So you had the regular game, but you also had the cutscenes that they added on.
1: And not those awful oh, PlayStation okay. load times. <laughs>
0: no, Oh, heck no. Oh,
1: uh, a lot of people uh, say yeah. that this is the definitive version of Chrono Trigger, even like today with like the PC version and. Uh, the mobile versions and stuff like this is definitely the definitive version to play Chrono Trigger. I've never played Chrono Trigger. I can't tell you, but a lot of people have said that this is the definitive one.
0: Did, did you buy? Did you buy it on Wii?
1: I don't. The 16. No, I don't. I don't have Chrono Trigger. I've never played it.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you would have bought it through the Wii Shop on Wii because the regular Chrono. Trigger I mean, I probably
1: did because I bought. I bought so I bought hundreds of games on the Wii virtual console that I never even touched, but I just wanted to have them because it was cool to have a box to play retro games on, apparently. You know? Yeah. Who'd have thought? Uh but Ed, you you skipped over or you didn't really skip over, but we have like I don't think a lot of people know that like Ace Attorney was like a huge deal on the DS. Yes. And I mean I didn't play yes. it, but I know like if we don't at least acknowledge Ace Attorney, someone's going to be upset.
0: Yeah, so I play all uh, uh, the Phoenix Wrights game on the DS because um, we never got it on Game Boy. So um, just to let everybody know that with uh, Phoenix Wright, uh, Ace Attorney came out, the first, the original first game here in America, no one put no one bought it, so GameStop put through it in a bargain bin for $20. It's, I don't know what happened, but the day that I bought that game, the series started disappearing because people started buying it and it started becoming popular. Um, so there was the three games and it wrapped up. So when uh Apollo Justice Ace Attorney came, um, you you kind of realized that they were uh, adding new gameplay mechanics because you had to touch stuff um uh, uh with it. And you could use those touch things to help you uh find clues, uh move to different er- areas. And uh Phoenix Wright, you know, he had stopped doing law, but he had a daughter that he was raising. Uh along with Apollo Justice. Like, he was kind of the mentor and everything. And so that is a big story. It, you really have to play that game to understand. And I think they did three games with Apollo Justice, or three or two, but they did the first Apollo Justice on, uh, on the DS, and then they continue more of it on the DS uh, on 3DS.
1: There are a lot of Ace Attorney um, games. And also the crossover with Pr- Professor Layton was also <laughs> something that I didn't know anybody needed but we got it
0: <laughs>
1: yes because
0: and that was on 3DS and Professor, we'll get to Professor Layton on DS because that was a that was when level 5 was in their bag that's why a lot of people who, who are confused on why level 5 don't bring their games out here to the west no more People in the West were buying level five games, but definitely, uh, the Professor uh, Layton game on the DS and 3DS. Um, let's see, uh, Cont- contact, which was an atlas game, um, RPG kind of, uh, rogue like in a little bit. Uh, Cookie Mama was big. Cookie Mama as nineteen at nineteen ninety
1: nine, mm-hmm. saved Majesco. Oh my gosh, that game was huge. Cooking Mama was, I mean, I know (laughs) that franchise had, like, a weird controversy a couple years ago on, what, the Switch and the PS4 version. But, like, Cooking Mama at this time was, like, the biggest thing since, like, sliced bread. It was hilarious how big Cooking Mama was on this console.
2: You know, I I heard a lot about it, but I never got a chance to experience it.
1: Yeah. I never played it either, but, like, it was... Mm-hmm. Like everywhere, you, you couldn't go 10 feet without somebody like talking about Cooking Mama for like six yeah. months. It was, yep, mm, crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maj- Majesco had released some kind of big game, uh, and and it was close to t- taking the company. So they released Cookie Mama at 20 bucks, and that game sold a lot of copies to the point that it put Majesco back in the black and keep their company open. So that's why you started seeing a lot of more of the Cookie Mama games. Like Cookie Mama at the time became the Mario Brothers for Majester. Like it was a hot property and everything. My niece actually, I think it was Cookie Mama for Wii, and it came with a dial of the Cookie Mama that she could use to actually play that game. My niece had it. Hmm. It's very interesting. Um Contra 4 which was by way for it used to do a screen uh this one actually not only did you jump but you had a grappling hook too also and it was hard as hard as ever <laughs> it really is Brain Age 1 and Brain Age 2 how big was this game yeah, I mean at Brain Age was like
1: yeah Brain Age was the game that sold this to everybody's mom like Yeah you know Brain Age <laughs> was like mm-hmm. You know, it was that it, because the first—I can't remember if it was the first game or the second game, or maybe it was both. But they both also came with a suite of Sudoku puzzles that people love. Yeah, and it was, it was both. Yeah, and like my—I remember like my one my one friend, uh, who I'm still friends with to this day. Uh, I went over to his house. We were going to play something. I don't remember. Probably like I don't know some other video game and like I walked in to his house and his mom was sitting on the couch playing, playing brain age on a DS. I was like, and like, I wasn't really paying attention at first. And she's like, she was like showing me and I'm like, you're playing, (laughs) you're playing a DS. I'm really confused right now. What's going on. Uh, but like, then you just started seeing people playing stuff like this and then Nintendogs and a bunch of crossword and Sudoku, $10 games started coming out and everybody was playing these games on DS. You know, this was like, also you got to remember like Mm -hmm. this was pre everybody had an iPhone days, right? Like this was like the birth of the iPhone had just happened and only successful businessmen could afford one. And like, this was the way people got casual games first was this system. And Brain Age led the way with Dogs and there was one other one that was pretty popular. I don't really remember what it was, but there was one other one that was like super popular, uh, and they led the way for this, and it was it got a whole new mm-hmm. group of people into gaming.
0: If you looked at Japan, all you saw was
1: DS. Mm-hmm.
0: On the train, uh, at restaurants, it mm-hmm. literally was the system that people were carrying it. Mm -hmm. and everything because it was at this time psp was out and it was believed that psp was going to outsell nintendo and this would be the end of nintendo's handheld series
1: right because the psp Uh, the psp was uh, like the psp was like the console gaming like console gaming on the go that's what they promised right they showed off god of Mm -hmm. war they showed off final fantasy they showed kingdom hearts like it was console gaming on the go, which granted the PSP had some had some great games, right? Those God of War games are really good. And it got the definitive version of Final Fantasy Tactics with the War of the Lions, which was also very good. Birth by Sleep and ended up being one of the better Kingdom Hearts spin-offs, which is actually like really crucial to that storyline. So like a lot of people were excited for PSP, you know? And the DS, man, the DS was, what, $50 cheaper, I think, at least, mm-hmm. and had all these games that were $20 cheaper than... Because, remember, DS games were only $30 when they came out. Yeah. And PSP games were 50 which was oh, a wow. bit... And, like, DS didn't require a memory card. The PSP required a Sony proprietary Memory Stick Pro Duo. Mm-hmm. And, like, just all these things... It, I mean, it, it's... You look... And the only... Re- the, think, the Sorry. Just the one reason why the PSP sold so well was because it was easy to mod. And a lot of people bought it to mod and put emulators on and play retro games on it that way. Right? And...
0: Right. Because they show... uh, um, One guy showed Miyamoto that uh the PSP was the... Showed him the PSP that was modded and it was showing it running Super Mario Brothers. Like he doing an interview with Miyamoto, it mm-hmm. showed him that I'm playing your game on this system, and Miyamoto didn't know nothing about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo was so closed but off th- at that time, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think it's by the time when the DS Lite came out, sales for the system jumped. So a lot of games that people missed. Mm-hmm. It started catching
1: me. oh yeah and i mean the and DS- I think oh go ahead sorry it, it's oh, no, weird because no. there's like a there's like a small delay on my end so like every time i think you're done talking i start talking and then you start again so i'm sorry go ahead
0: no no go ahead sorry
1: uh yeah i mean like the ds the ds fat was like an interesting console and like people were playing brain age and stuff but like I can't tell you how many people I knew traded in their DS fats for a DS Lite, Like the moment that console mm-hmm. was announced. Yeah. And like, it came in really distinctive colors too. Right. They had, there was a, uh, the white one, which everybody wanted. Then there was a black one, which was really cool. But then they also had like that pearl pink color that I knew a lot of girls yeah. wanted that pearl pink one that I knew. Yeah, And they had that, Aqua marine blue and then they had a navy blue they had a bunch of cool colors and then they just kept coming out with colors crazy colors that people ah, i gotta get that one gotta get that one gotta get the zelda one gotta get the you know this one miyamoto wiped his butt with gotta get that one you know like i mean <laughs> ds was everywhere and then yeah yeah it's just oh man
0: the brand new brand age sold 19.1 million copies worldwide mm-hmm. and now th- and at 20. dollars mm-hmm. So, if you're thinking Nintendo is gonna get out the hardware business or the game keep was gonna crash it, man, they were making buku bucks
2: yeah. with Going the out of the water, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing, too, is like I think. And- I think at this time when people were talking about Nintendo should go third party, I think a lot of people assumed at some level, if Nintendo did decide to go third party that like, they would still have a hand, a dedicated handheld to play games on. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause that, I mean, (laughs) look at the switch. It's still their bread and butter, whether you want to admit it or not. Like the switch is a great handheld console and a lot of people still play the switch in that way, you know? Uh, I think I think the crazy stat was like 73% of people play the play the switch handheld in handheld mode more and like something ridiculous people who have like a regular switch or an OLED switch something like 30% of the people have never plugged it into the dock 30% So like Nintendo will always own the handheld market You know, and so Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. The DS started, I I think the DS started that craze, right? I mean, the Game Boy Advance was great, but, like, the DS was, like, that thing was everywhere. And, like, even if you don't, even if you didn't play a lot of the DS, which, you know, granted, I didn't play a lot of the DS library, you can't deny the importance of this console and how important this Mm -hmm. was to the success of a new era of Nintendo, and the changed the way people thought of Nintendo.
0: Yeah. Uh uh brand new so 14.88 million mm. around uh, worldwide. So it only missed out on 5 million which is still good for a sequel to a new IP.
1: Yeah, but I mean how how many how many more uh math problems can they change, you know? I mean, to be fair, do we really need a sequel to brain age uh that said big brain versus brain just came out and we're still buying brain age games so what do i what do i know mm-hmm.
0: yes uh we have drawn to life my favorite ds game elite beat Agents. oh gross uh, mm-hmm. uh I, I i i talked about it everybody's elite black agent on power block i, can move on. I was gonna say uh, does that Fantasy, sound
2: familiar yeah
0: <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 3 and 4 uh, Which was the actual 3 and the actual 4 that was remade uh, Because they never came to America uh, So because Final Fantasy 3 At the time of the Super Nintendo was actually Final Fantasy 6 mm-hmm. So so uh, that was on DS fossil fighters grand theft auto chinatown wars
1: yeah getting a grand theft auto game on ds was a big deal yes chinatown wars was like a really big deal when it came out
0: yes uh my second second favorite all-time game hotel dust room 215 oh love that mystery love everything about that game it was just so cool um It was one of the games that you could start playing as a book, in a sense. Uh, Because that was one of the functionalities you get to turn it vertical. Play it as a book, close it, blow into it. You used to do different things with the games on the uh, DS. Uh, There was Kirby Mass Attack, Superstar Ultra, Squig Squad, and Canvas Curse. Uh, The Legend of Zelda, Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks. Stephanie what did you think of phantom hourglass and spirit tracks Have you played them
2: so i haven't played spirit tracks but i played phantom hourglass and it was def you know it was different um not the biggest fan of the art style but i uh i was curious because i had missed wind waker but i know this was like the sequel to wind waker so to speak um Mm -hmm. i know it's not the ds zelda games i don't think were like the best Zelda games, but Phantom Hourglass is, is near and dear to me because I like Lineback. He's just such a funny, mm-hmm. funny character. And I love, I love his theme. His musical theme is great. Um, and I honestly didn't mind using the stylus. Um, like for me, when you, you have to like trace and draw like where you want your boat to go, or if you're throwing the boomerang, where to put the boomerang on. I really like it. I almost felt like a cool business person who has a stylus like writing on their phone. I, I thought it was different. I thought it was innovative. I-, I understand it's not the most popular thing and not a lot of people liked it but I really enjoyed it. Um, I think there's part of the game too where you have to actually blow into the microphone.
1: Yeah there were a lot of um, DS games okay. like that yeah
2: it- that I could take it or leave it. I mean again mm. it's just something that I credit Nintendo for being kind of creative with their hardware I guess.
1: Yeah, try well, blow, try I blowing finished. on your uh, DS when you're on an airplane. That's weird.
0: Uh, with Phoenix, right? Uh, you used to uh, for some of the parts, you used to put like some powder on it to find handprints, and then you would blow into it to get the uh, access uh, oh, okay. dust off, and it would get, it would give it to um, oh Corey, did you, did you have anything to say? Right.
1: I mean i th- I thought those games were pretty weird to be honest with you I didn't they're not really anywhere near the top of my favorite all the games they were I mean they were fine they were fun, right I also like how you had to like close the d s sometimes to like solve puzzles and flip the map over and whatever mm-hmm. like that was a really interesting mechanic uh Phantom Hourglass is definitely better than spirit tracks, although I do kind of like the train <laughs> in a weird way, not like. play the game again but like i like the design of the train and just like the aspect like oh you gotta gotta drive a train around to get around this hyrule because you know when are you when did you ever see another train in hyrule i think that would be by the way in the new zelda game if there is a train in there that you can somehow ride it looks like the spirit tracks train i'm gonna be super excited so just throwing that out there
0: i i I'm going to buy a day one. I'm going to pre-order it while the Nintendo Direct is
1: happening. I would actually like. I
0: a... love train.
1: I would actually really like a nice collectible of the train, even though I don't really <laughs> care for that game at all.
0: Can I get a train uh, dock? Like if the dock was was uh, oh, designed it...
1: as a train. Oh man, that'd be cool. But I mean, other than that, like these aren't. The best Zelda games. Uh, yeah. Also, I have to uh, say that I played Spirit Tracks on the Wii U because it was available on the virtual console. <laughs> so,
0: uh, well, we have, like I said earlier, Lunar Nights, Mario, and Luigi's Bowser and Side Story. <laughs> oh, this game is everything. Not only is it funny as all, but it switches up different gameplays and you actually get to control Bowser. Um, I used to love seeing the big uh the big Goombas. They would hold these big lo- lottie pops and you could suck in the Lottie Pops to get extra help mm-hmm. for your and then they were they were because you took out their Lottie Pops, they would run away with big tears crying. It was so anime. But the game is so good. And you would switch between bowser uh and uh mario luigi because while you was in the body of bowser with mario luigi you were doing boss battles and solving puzzles so you can help bowser fight more uh and so uh it, it was also puzzles that as bowser you could walk up to a fountain that's pouring out water drink the water and it would help raise mario to uh, and Luigi to swim or get to another platform and everything. So you was going back and forth, solving puzzles hmm. and everything, and helping each other. And uh, Bowser didn't know that Mario and Luigi was in him, but Mario and Luigi knew that they was in him. So as much stuff that was making Bowser sick, the Mario brothers was helping them to feel better. And everything. It, and it's, like I said, it's such a great game. I love it. Um, there's also partners at time. Um, Metro Prime Hunters and Prime Pinball and Plus.
1: Oh yeah, N plus was
0: N plus is so oh it was low key a hit with N+. Plus.
1: Yeah, N plus is uh an incredible experience. Although like I'm not sure the DS was the best place to play that game, but uh yeah, mm. and N plus is just uh the plus the DS version had exclusive levels on it too. Uh if you yeah. don't know what it is, it's like this really hardcore straight up platformer where you have to like make precision jumps and dodge things and stuff. There's no fighting, there's no attacking anything. It's just a straight up platformer. Uh, and it's incredibly difficult, especially if you're trying to get all the the gold squares, right? And uh, and yeah, they incentivize you to get the gold squares because every time you get one that adds time to your timer. And then throughout the world that you're going, like it extends your timer. But if your timer runs out, you die and then you have to start over. Um, the weird thing about yes. the DS version was is that one screen was super zoomed in. And the other screen was the entire map that you were playing on. And so it would it got it was kind of confusing a little bit to look back and forth. Plus like the screens on the DS were really small. Uh and then the game ended up coming to Xbox Live Arcade, and that's where I played most of it. But this game, incredible platformer. Uh and then the sequel came out. I, yeah, because I think
0: the series started on I think the series started on DS, right? No, the
1: series started as uh, N, just N, was a PC Flash game, and you could play it for free. Ah, okay. And then N Plus, they kind of retooled it. uh, And it started on DS and PSP, and then it made its way to Xbox Live Arcade. Okay. And uh, presumably PlayStation Network. But I played. Uh, nit- oh. oh, I was just gonna say I played it on Xbox Live Arcade, and it was, I, it was one of the first games I got all the achievements in.
0: So Nintendo. <laughs> hmm. Anybody on that game? B-
1: Beyonce liked it, or Nintendo paid her to like oh, it. Oh, that
0: is. True.
2: <laughs> Something tells me it might have been the latter.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, let's see. All versions of dogs sold a combined of 23.96 million copies.
1: Yeah. It was a hit. Yeah. Uh,
0: I've never played it. I've seen kids come to my store to buy it, and I sold it to them. Yeah. The rest is history. <clears throat> uh, Phoenix Wright, like I said, 1 to 2, uh, of under 3. Uh, Pokemon Black one and two and Pokemon White, one to two, Conquest, Diamond and Pearl, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and there's some other Pokemons that, that was on there. Uh the Professor Native series, Rhythm Heaven, Sonic Colors and Rush, Super Princess Peach, Touch Detective, Warrior Wear, and Yoshi's Island D S. Um, what's the body Sonic game on DS too? Mm-hmm.
1: Sonic Dark okay. Brotherhood. That was, okay. a, that was a weird yeah. one—a turn-based Sonic RPG. Because that's what I want to do when I play Sonic—is stop and wait <laughs> to take turns. Right,
0: but this was no. but don't forget, this is when Bioware was in—they bad. That Bioware <laughs> was like top tier because of the Mass Effect. I know. Uh, I've heard
1: it's actually really, really good. I just—it's uh, a Sonic RPG. So, and
0: this is the only game that's Bioware game that's on. No, Mass Effect Three. It was on Wii U, so there's two Bioware games that's on the Nintendo platform.
1: By the way, can we we skipped over Pokemon Conquest? Can we talk about that for a minute? This weird,
0: I, uh, think, I think we were talking about it before, Corey. We, on the special
1: pass, we we did, but I still want to talk about it uh, because somebody might not have heard it or haven't gone back to listen to it. So it's it's Pokemon Cross Nomonaga's ambition. And, like, Nobunaga's Ambition is, like, a really historical strategy game, (laughs) and they did a crossover with Pokemon, and, like, each of the leaders had their own Pokemon, and you kind of, like, collected these leaders and Pokemon to – it was a hardcore strategy tactics game. Uh, Very cool. And uh, it came at the tail end of the DS's life, but, like, man, this game was really hardcore – really difficult. Uh Koei Tecmo actually developed this game and uh it i highly recommended play it. if you are into tactics games at all, if you like Fire Emblem mm-hmm. and you want a ch- super challenging version of of a tactics game, this game, please play it. Actually, I think it's probably more like it's I, probably more like Final, Fa- Final Fantasy Tactics, but still
0: I I do like the box art, box art. The box cover for
1: it. Yeah but yeah it i mean at the time i was not really that into pokemon but this game Mm -hmm. i bought this game uh because i liked the gamecube fire emblem game and man this game was incredible
0: yeah so uh that's just some games uh so i think it's time for us to rank the ds um I'm going to start with you, Corey. Where you, well before we get into that, where are we at in the rankings yeah.
1: for Nintendo? Hold on, I'm 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 going to get there in a second. I'm trying to see if there's any other like major DS games that were. I mean, there were there were some really important Kingdom Hearts <laughs> spinoffs on the. Mm. DS and you know later the 3DS um the Mario and Luigi games I know we talked about Bowser's inside story but those games are incredibly underrated still I think those are some really great RPGs that if you liked Super Mario RPG on the Super Nintendo and you missed those games you should probably check out Mario and Luigi if you can um Kirby oh, and the And Kirby-
0: just in that Oh, before you go, Corey, just to let everybody know, there was over three thousand games for the DS. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's buggers,
1: and that's oh like how many games? And that's with like no eShop yet. Yeah. So, uh, Kirby and the Canvas Curse, which is an incredible like stylus based platformer. The, I everybody knows how much I love Kirby, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but this game, legitimate. Legitimate Kirby game, please play it. It's so fun, and they made a, they made a pseudo sequel on the Wii U called Rainbow Curse, uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, oh, which is essentially the same. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, <laughs> play those games. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon also, uh, it's I think it's like a remake of the first game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that game's pretty good as well.
0: So, uh, what's that? That was the old school kind of fire. Mm-hmm. fire emblem right
1: yeah okay uh,
0: I, I i think i have that one what was it a gold box with blue writing on it yep yes i do have that one
1: yeah uh it is a remake of the very first game uh fire emblem shadow dragon and the blade of light that game is incredibly difficult uh
0: and that's the one that came to wii last year i mean switch uh i think a year and a half ago wasn't it
1: the the Famicom version of this game did. This game did not. Okay. Um, we already talked about the Final Fantasy kind of re-releases, which kind of started this whole kind of what you would think of a uh, Bravely Default two kind of it kind of runs in that kind of family of of games. So, yeah, just a color, a couple other shout-outs. Also, I played a lot of Plants vs Zombies on the DS because. Plants vs Zombies is an incredible game and uh, highly recommended. But of course, you can play that on your phone now. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it, I guess. So, yes, right now our rankings are as follows. Did I did I skip out it? Oh my gosh, it's this Discord. And I'm going to punch it in the face. Um. Our rankings right now are as follows. uh, GameCube, N64, Game Boy, Super Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, and NES uh, 1 through 6. The DS is an incredibly important console. I don't think it's as good as the GameCube or the N64 but in terms of library, but in terms of importance and how many people got into gaming. I think we do need to heavily consider that uh, because it did a lot of things that game companies weren't doing at the time. Um, I mean, for me, I would put it right under the Nintendo 64 in terms of favorites, but if we're considering what it did for the video game industry, I would put it above the N 64 and under the GameCube.
2: All right,
0: Stephanie.
2: I mean, I would... F- I'm I'm thinking forward and thinking of the two and three DS, so I, in my opinion, I'd probably put it right under the N64. But I'm flexible since you know clearly I haven't had as much experience with this particular. <laughs> funny,
0: model. funny thing, Stephanie. I was gonna put the DS at three. Yeah.
1: All right, then let's put it at three, right under the N64. I'm I'm yes. totally okay yeah. with that because that in my heart that's where I would put it. Uh... So right now, with that ranking, our current ranking is as follows. Number one, the GameCube. Number two, the Nintendo 64. Number three, the DS. Number four, the Game Boy. Number five, the Super Nintendo. Number six, the Game Boy Advance. And number seven is the NES. Womp womp. Oh, uh, poor NES. It's, it's fine. I, I think we you can tell which generation we are all kind of gravitating towards yeah. though with this ranking <laughs> uh, but I think I mean yeah I I really like this ranking right now this, this is great I yeah, love, I love ranking Nintendo
2: yeah this has been a lot of fun and like even if there, there are certain ones that I myself had not had a lot of experience on I got to learn a lot about it have a good discussion over it so awesome
1: and that's the point—is yes. to learn and have fun. That's what I tell yeah. my daughter at school. Except well, everybody's
2: oh. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <I can't>... <laughs> <laughs> Just... Well, everybody. We have four more systems. We have the Wii, the 3DS, slash 2DS, slash 3DS XL, the 2D XL. Oh no. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> we have the Wii, U, we have the Wii U, and we have the Nintendo Switch. But Wii is our next system.
1: Oh man, I'm actually excited Wii. to talk about the Wii because I have a lot of great memories with the Wii. But I think everybody knows how I feel about motion controls at this point, and how much I did not care for the motion controls. So this is gonna be interesting. We will get into it. Corey, we, where can we, we get to find it? you? Ah, <laughs> uh, you can find me at I am and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on PowerBlock on uh, Boss Rush Podcast and various other things here on the Boss Rush Network.
0: <laughs> Stephanie, where can we find you?
2: I'm going to send you guys a meme that has to do with all, all a pun on all this stuff that I. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why i'm describing it now anyway it's late people can find me on the internet on twitter and instagram at klimov underscore author uh, regularly on wednesday nights on boss rush podcasts and other various podcasts like after dark and on the website Bossrush.net. <laughs>
0: you guys can find me on twitter and on instagram at that virtual code. check me out on the to the pop black expansion pass uh regular nintendo to the definition with the teenage mutant ninja turtles talking Walk. my um, writings on boss Rush.net, and you can check out more shows on boss rush on our youtube page watch rush network um and if you guys want to get earlier content and uh, or just support us uh you can become a patreon producer or help us support us just with one dollar and you can go to bossfish.net to find out more details on how you get support with that everybody have a great week have a great weekend whenever you're here and we will see you next time ranking nintendo where we'll be talking about the nintendo Wii. with that everybody hey. we'll see you next time bye everybody
1: we would like to play